This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, January 12, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. The saying goes, state, local, and federal workers make less than they otherwise would in the private sector, giving up wages for the security of public sector employment. If only that were true, says Chris Edwards, director of tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. He says public sector workers on average make more. Their pensions are threatening to bankrupt dozens of states. State governments uh, are deeply in debt. They are having a hard time balancing their budgets. Uh, One good place that they should look is employee compensation. There are 20 million state and local workers in the country, and their wages and benefit costs uh, account for half of all state and local spending. So if you want a place to find cuts in state budgets, look at employee compensation. The statement that I had always heard uh, living in Kentucky was that, well, sure, state workers make less than they would in the private sector, something you say that's not true, uh, but what they're exchanging their uh, wages for is the security of state employment. But of course, if they're making more anyway— that that, that trade off is just not occurring. Yeah, I often hear that. But if you look at the actual data these days, state and local workers uh, earn much higher wages uh, than in the private sector, and they earn more benefits, and they have a much more secure uh, job position. So, for example, state and local workers earn on average 34% more than U.S. private sector word workers in terms of wages, but they earn 70% more in benefits than private sector workers. And their job security is much, much higher if you look at the rate of firing and layoffs uh, in the private and public sectors. In what states do you find that to be the worst problem? I looked at... Uh, data showing regional differences in in government pay uh, in state and local governments across the countries, and there are large differences. So while the average state and local worker in the United States earns 45% more than the average private sector worker, that ratio goes up to 59% in the Pacific states, particularly California. California has the highest paid state and local workers in the country. And at the other end, uh, some states uh, in, the, uh, in the south and uh, uh, the southeast, uh, in, in the south, uh, Louisiana, Oklahoma, uh, and, and Texas, their state and local workers earn a lot uh, closer salaries and benefits to private sector workers. Uh, and they get paid a lot less than uh, government workers in places like California. A lot of the benefits that state workers get, and in some cases I think the salary increases and things like that, are driven by contractual obligations, if I'm not mistaken. How, how do you get around that? Well, about 40% of state and local workers are members of unions, uh, and that share has remained high over the last few decades, even as the private sector share uh, of uh, workers uh, as members of unions has plummeted. Only 8% of the private sector are now members of unions compared to 40% in the government sector. Uh, so so that is a big problem, especially in states like California, New York, New Jersey. Their uh, government workers are about 60% or more unionized. Uh, that creates a big problem. But one thing you can do, uh, even if you have a hard time cutting the benefits of current workers, certainly you can change laws to uh, give much more modest uh, pension and health care benefits to new hire, new hires at the state and local government level. How hard would it be for governments to say, look, we're, we're having a budget crunch, we're cutting wages? 
in that, well, they can so they can cut wages whenever they want, and they should cut wages. I mean, we should start at least with um, freezes on, um, on on wages for you know teachers and government administrators and uh, other state and local uh, workers. Uh, but it's really the pension area is the area that is really out of control in the state and local government level. Uh, there are abu- abuses in pensions uh, reported across the country. I mean, you know, California is sort of typical. If you are a public safety worker in California. You can retire uh, after 20 years uh, on the job with 60% of your annual income uh, in pension benefits. You can retire after 30 years with 90% of your uh, uh, annual pay in pension benefits. Much more generous than anything available uh, in the private sector. Uh, in government sector workers, they, they uh, cheat in all kinds of ways. They double dip. They sort of, quote unquote, retire from their government jobs. They go back the next week, take another government job, and they get both an income and a pension benefit. So there's all these kind of abuses that we need to deal with. It's not really cheating, though. They're playing with the rules as they exist. Well, that's true. You know, this is all this is all legal, but it's something that needs a, a heck of a lot more transparency and a lot more public and taxpayer understanding about what is going on in their state and local government. How does a 90% of your uh, annual income as a pension benefit, how does that compare with what people in the private sector typically receive? Well, about 84% of public sector workers get defined benefit pension plans. Those have gone the way of the dinosaur in the private sector. Only about 20% of, of private, private workers get defined benefit pension plans. And they've been threatened. Uh, they've threatened the livelihoods of many giant corporations in the United States. Well, that's right. The remaining big corporations that have uh, lucrative defined benefit pension plans like the automobile companies are in big trouble just because those pension plans were far too uh, lucrative. So not only you know do the, the, the government workers have these uh, pension plans, the pension plans they have are far more lucrative than even the ones that the, the auto companies uh, had. For example, most public sector pensions, uh, the benefit is based on the single final last year uh, of work. So there's a a scam where government workers will often try to work overtime or get their salary um, spiked in the last year to give them a bigger pension throughout their uh, entire retirement period. So, you know, that, that really is the sort of cheating we need to look at here. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.